inside some of the world's most opulent homes with the Patterson sisters. <laughs> Rainy morning. Oh, rainy morning. I know we you can't tell with this lovely opulent home behind us, but yeah, it's not the best weather today. The potholes are back. The potholes are back. The potholes yeah. are back. So what have we got this morning? We're gonna go inside some of the most opulent homes in the world. Um, there's a couple of lessons in there, I reckon, for real estate that I can find. Um, but yeah, talk to us. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty exciting given we recently talked about pimping out your property and we started looking at a few extravagant homes and what you can do to make your home a bit opulent as well. But I think today we're just going to deep dive into some celebrity homes that have made real estate headlines just for being so insanely huge and having some really cool features. And I know Jess has found some good well. Yeah, my favourite one, um, for anyone that's a Real Housewives fan, one of the Real Housewives fans, Lisa Vanderpump, and her house is frequently on the show because it's just so incredible. Um, and she's famous for having a moat around the house. Um, so you walk over a glass bridge to get into her house called Villa Rosa. So we have some photos. I can, um, yeah. It's a bit like, a, I guess that's the old-fashioned castle that used to have the water all the way around them, and then they used to have the drawbridge. Is it like that, is it? It's an, it's just like a glass arch one. Sorry, I'll let Nat that. That's going to drive. in it with, um, there's koi fish there. She has miniature ponies in her house and a separate house for the ponies, so they have a place to go. All right. Um, but the design inside is all like this, so white. She has lots of chandeliers that she loves. But let me see if I can get the moat photo up. We do like a control plus and make that bigger. Yep. Look at that. Everything's just beautiful inside. Oh, the piano. <laughs> um, let's see if we can find the moat. That's oh. her. <laughs> I would love to have a framed photo of myself in my own house. <laughs> I feel like that's something Jess would do. Oh, for sure. Um, so from the outside, this is the entrance to the house. You can see that. Look at that. Oops. Oh, there we go. So that's from the back of the house. And this looks out over the hills in LA. And that's the front entrance with the moat in. And there's usually some swans in there as well. That's nuts. One of the most expensive things, though, in the house is the flowers. Every room, she has flowers done every week, So, which is ridiculous. It's a massive house. Imagine how much you're paying for a wedding of flowers plus every week. That is nuts. Yeah. Now, something I've noticed about these homes around the world, that the land value is low, but the build cost is very high. 
um, which is a big worry when you've got these big format, these big footprint homes age over a period of 10 or 15, 20 years. You've actually got a huge asset ageing, whereas in Sydney it's quite opposite. The land, even if you've like got a huge build cost, the land cost is still bigger. Interesting. So the way to combat that would have to be to flip the house very quickly after you construct it? Would that end up? Sorry, say that again? Would the way to combat that be to sell the house quickly after the build, make money on the build and then go again? Yeah, you probably don't get to enjoy it too much, which, which, yeah, you know, I guess maybe get five or ten clever years out of it and step sideways out of the house. But some of the most premium homes in Sydney can be worth 60, 80, 100 million. But the the uh, the land component is the majority of that cost, whereas these homes in the States are selling for 60 million. Um, the, the land component is, is often around five million bucks. So it's it's just such a small fraction. So you've got to be careful. Yeah, that's like with um another celebrity home we were looking at, Shaquille O'Neal. His house, he bought it in. He's had it for twenty eight years. So he bought it in the nineties for four million, and now he's selling it for sixteen point five million. And just to get an inside look into the home. Okay, so if you do that maths on Sydney, he bought it for how much? Four million. When? In, I think, 1993. So, wow, he's been there for 10, 20, 30 years. So to give you an idea, in Sydney, if you bought something for four, four would go to eight, eight would go to 16, 16 would go to 32 if you didn't, if you didn't spend a cent in Sydney. Yeah, because it's been 30 years. Oh. And I bet you he spent a fortune on it over the last 30 years. Yeah. Well, the inside, I'll just I'll look it up in Google because I think the internet's going a bit slow with all the tab. That is really interesting how that works, though. We are not making yeah. as much on property. No. Nah. But this is the I'm, main I've probably spent a million on the house Yeah. over that, over that period. Check Especially that out. Especially when you're putting things in like that. Yeah, so this is a personalised basketball court. I'll just get the image a bit bigger. And he's personalised it, so it says Shaq Centre. <laughs> so it's named Thanks, after man. him. Shaq Centre. Yeah, so we'll that's inside that. the home. He's spelled Centre wrong. <laughs> American spelling. <laughs> so look at that. That's... Yeah, Pretty insane. He also has a mirrored garage that can fit 17 cars in it. And no. a walk-in cigar room. Oh, and one thing that I think my sister, who's a Egyptian freak, she loves ancient Egypt. He has a huge aquarium that's Egyptian themed. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it's a bit different. Um, it's cool. Yeah. Well, what I think Jess is going to go on to one of probably the most famous homes of all time. Probably the most famous mansion of all time, which is the Playboy Mansion. Um, after Hugh Hefner died, it's actually become a bit of a rundown shack, like we were talking about with the really? aging. Yeah, it's 
it's no, there's no upkeep that's been done at all. But it's really interesting insight as well. There was a lot um, recently released from one of the former playmates about how it's like a, even when it was in its prime, it's very antique inside and gothic. Um, but yeah, the famous part is the grotto, which is the pool outside. So if you want to scroll down, yeah, or like there. Which is famous for having animals running around like peacocks as well. That is nuts. So what yeah. was the, why was it such, uh, I guess his, his job made it, made it um, interesting. Something that we talked about off air, a lot of men, why are mansions so available now and not so available back then? Because back then you couldn't even take a photo in the Playboy Mansion. Um, yeah. control plus that. The thing is with the, so this was the pioneer for, for now you can look on Google and nearly every celebrity mansion and it'll have photos of inside or get inside Kim Kardashian's house. But with this one, there was, they used to have the parties there, which were very exclusive and they had all the top people in Hollywood and they couldn't take photos. So no one except those exclusive people knew what it looked like inside. And then once um, Perez Hilton kind of started his business, they were able to take photos inside. And then from there on, I think everyone's had sort of like a voyeurism, like they want to see what the, this life is like that's so far beyond the majority of people. So you can look on Google at everyone's house. And even on YouTube, you can look up like Architectural Digest and all these celebrities actually tour their homes and show them sort of like MTV cribs, but a bit more elegant. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. Like the, the information's there and I think celebrities now are really focusing on making the inside of their home a big focus rather than just the outside the size of it because i guess also uh, everyone you know if you, if you consider i guess playboys mansions been around since 60s 70s 80s um everyone's now got a camera they didn't have a camera everyone didn't have a camera on them before and everyone has got an ability to broadcast the photos um publicly um and plus yeah social media it's incredible because where people where you don't get that was probably one of the last mansions you're never going to get to see inside ever 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 that was such a public mansion as well and it was controlled what you could see inside and they used that as a way to make money so they had this show what was the show oh cribs no there was a show about like the bunnies and they had a reality oh. tv inside the mansion and I think part yep. of the reason people were watching it was to see what it looked like and what life was, oh, the girls next door, to see what life was like inside. It's very interesting. Yeah. And he was still alive, I think, when they did that show. Yeah. He yeah. ran, he was producing, running it. The mansion was active and up and running when um, they were filming inside. So they never sold the mansion? No, his um, children inherited it and it's just been sitting there. It hasn't had any upkeep. It's abandoned. People can often people go in and graffiti. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. That's sad. Hopefully, it's, it gets sold to uh, new loving owners. It be. <laughs> I bet you when it sells, we'll be surprised how low the price was, given the bang for the the, the huge fame that that mansion had. Yeah. yeah. Well, moving on to some more celebrity homes. This one, she's not that well known, but she's a famous makeup artist called Kat Von D. This is like my dream home. It's a bit different. It's a gothic mansion that has a red 
pool to mimic a blood pool. It's a bit insane, but no. check that out. That's really cool and really the not cool. It's bright pink. Well, bright pink, that's not really what you'd right. say. It's a reddish pink. It's got all, like, properly, like, maintained gardens through it. But, and all the internals are very gothic, Victorian style. But, yeah, I would love to live in a house like this. Imagine the nightmares you'd have in the night. <laughs> You'd have really good nightmares. Yeah. Well, oh, and the, I didn't even know this one. Cheaper by the Dozen was filmed in this house before Kat Von D snatched it up, and it looks a lot different than it did in the movie. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, and That's a huge well, what it, well, I wonder what a mansion like that costs. Yeah, I think there might have been some info. Oh, yeah, 15 mil US dollars. Yeah, wow. There's good money in makeup. Yeah, it's a huge artistry. So recently, there's also what else about, the- um, there's been a bit of a shift in Hollywood um, towards more people wanting to have one-story mansions. I think there's an element of showing how much you can, how much land you can buy. Like we were saying before, like you can grow your massive, have an acreage with a huge house. So Kim Kardashian currently has one. Oh, it's not sharing. Share. Oh, no. It's a separate. Can you still see our screen, Mark? I can see us two side by side. Oh. The Kardashian mansion is going to be a... um... So, so why is this thing so spectacular? Pardon? Why is this thing so spectacular? So it's just very unique. Kim and Kanye have designed this house that is all white, like this inside, um, and one level and enormous. If we keep going through. One level mansion. And it's the whole minimalism trend that I would not expect of the Kardashians, to yeah. be honest. There was... Um, well, they're always going to comfy homes. A little bit Mediterranean. You see, if you see from the aerial view, it's like a complex. Like this. Uh, yeah, what wow. Super unique as well. Like even um, this is a basketball court, and she matched the color. Even the color of the hoops of the basketball hoop matched the color scheme inside. So it's all neutral, which is why the basketball court's that color. So where's the basketball court? Right here. This where the mouth is. That bit of tar, like tar. Sorry, it's can't the mouth. Court. Oh, just under Kim and Kanye. Right oh yep. yeah, 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 yeah. That's wow. the so everything matches and everything's the same colour. It's crazy. <laughs> sort of love the sound of a one-level home, but when it's that big, you'd be forever walking. Yeah. You need a, um, a, a segue. Yeah. <laughs> they probably have one, knowing them. They're the Kardashians. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, I well, found that one. Anything else before we close out? Uh, what what would your dream home look like, Mark? What's something that you see in celebrity homes that you'd like yourself? 
Um, I love the Versace Mansion. Oh yeah. Uh, like proper. His his home was a little home, um, but the architecture I, I'm a big fan of. Why? Because it doesn't date. Probably sounds awfully practical, but not only is it a, is it really cool looking, but it ten and thirty and fifty years later, it still looks wicked. Um, so I think when people are renovating stuff, try to do stuff that's as timeless as possible. Um, without people realising, hotels do that very well because hotels, if they renovate on trend, um, within five years, they look old. And that's a pretty big fit out to be changing in the internals of the hotel every five years. So I think... Um, that, you know, that when they generally do do fit-outs with hotels, they, they last a lot longer, the fit-outs, in terms of the trend that they use. And I do find that um, that Versace, which is that, I don't know what you'd call it, it's a little bit like castly looking. Yeah. That's the cool. Yeah. Nice. What about you? Oh, gosh. I'm, I am like the gothic style. I think that's just because I like living in make-believe a bit. <laughs> And, but I did see Celine Dion does have, like, a big water slide in her backyard. I, I'm just a little kid. Like, give me, like, Lego and I'll be happy. <laughs> My favourite would be I would love to live in Lisa Vanderpump's house. I love because she has – I'd love to have animals roaming around my house. And I love that she has two separate houses, one for her dogs, one for the horses. And inside I love the glass and the white. I, it, I think it looks amazing with the pink flowers. It's my favourite. The only thing is how, like, to maintain these homes, not only, like, the building the homes, not only, um, you know, look, we're keeping them modern, and uh, but, but furnishing these homes, maintaining these homes, like, the flowers you're talking about just must be an enormous cost that these people must have amazing, amazing um, incomes. A lot of staff to help. I know there was another woman... Um, her husband, Terry DeBrow, he has that show Botched, so he's a plastic surgeon. Um, they've just built a house that's been all over the news as well. And they have like 30 live-in staff, plus whoever they have come for events or when they're doing something. Is it just to maintain the house? That is wicked. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, thank you very much for obscene and opulent homes this week. We've had, we've had a look into a lot of celebrity homes, some beautiful homes. And uh, maybe I'm giving some people some tips on on, uh, on what to do in their homes, and yeah, that I think that that's interesting when you look at that land component cost to that cost of the house um, component that we spoke about earlier. It's interesting stuff. Very interesting. Thanks, Mark. All right, Thanks, girls. Mark. Take care. Cheers. Thank you, Patterson sisters. See ya.